You're listening to Borderline Idealists. Join us every other Sunday for new episodes where we focus on anxiety, depression, and BPD. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and our Patreon link to support us. Together, we can give a voice to those who suffer from mental illness and tear down mental health stigma. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Borderline Idealist. This is AJ. And this is Chris. And we're staying very, very far away from each other right now, so don't worry. <laughs> I think it's allowed since we live and sleep with well, each other. Well, I don't... I read a new story about a married couple that is sleeping in different bedrooms just to be extra safe, you okay, know, so. Okay. Well, not for us. If I die, you're coming with me. <laughs> no, 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 that no. Would, that turned dark fast. I know. I'm just like, wow. Um, so, we hope everyone is staying safe. Yes. Staying indoors. Um, not congregating with others. I don't think our, our group of people would normally do that anyways, but... <laughs> yeah, and, and this is, you know, when, when they asked everybody to stay inside, I'm like, that's pretty much my life. I've you been know? doing that for the past <laughs> year. <laughs> but, you know, people like my sister who are extroverts is kind of driving them them crazy, you know, because they want to get out and do things. Meet people, so, talk. I mean... I mean, thank God there isn't like a disease that they're like, get out there, mingle with everyone. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> that, then you would experience social closeness. I know. <laughs> but oh thankfully, my yeah. Um, oh. But on the on the serious side of uh, this coronavirus um, outbreak, we know I know there's a lot of a lot of memes and uh, we're joking around um, about it. You know, making a uncomfortable situation. You know a little bit more manageable mm-hmm. but where uh i was born my hometown albany georgia albany 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 albany, albany for albany. yes albany georgia is has like some of the the highest um infection rates mm. um in georgia and I even saw there was a New York Times article about it. And I'm like, oh my God, about my, my small hometown? You know it's big, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> New York Times came there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, people close to our family have, have definitely been affected and have even, you know, moved on from this plane. Is, is that a better way of... of yeah, have have so. have passed on. I think it's better. Um, have have passed on from uh, this virus. So it is it is serious. You know when they talk about social distancing and hopefully we can slow down the curve. Um, and it it just makes me so angry when I read stories about people you know congregating at the beach. You're going, um, still going out to to restaurants and, and wanting to you know, be close together in like a right. full restaurant. Right. I think there was or a park. I, th- I think there was a, um, a governor that had told everybody about, um, social distancing. And then he was seen at a crowded restaurant with like mm-hmm. two of his kids. Yeah. And it, you know, it's been a lot of people not being careful and following the guidelines that have been recommended by CDC. And I, you know, I do know, you know, getting used to the new normal is a little weird. You know, like, not touching your face. 
Um, uh, that's yeah. something you have to like really, really think about and concentrate on. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna touch my face. I'm not, I mean, gosh, even though I knew that I, I shouldn't do it, I, I, I would catch myself doing it. Yeah. You know, I'm just like so. I'm like wiping my face with like my my wrist or, um, so these are. These are crazy times. We took uh, Zoe to the vet, and they um, met us at the door with, like, a mask and stuff, and, and you know, they... Gloves. Yeah, they um, took Zoe inside, and the doctor um, called us on the phone and explained everything to us, and then returned our cat to us. <laughs> yeah, all, this, all of this while we were waiting in the car. So yeah, yeah, we, we had, had to wait outside or wait in the car, so for that. these are, nice. yeah, these are our stressful times all around so i really hope that you know we can slow it down and get back to normal life and um it's just it's i, I don't remember anything like this in my lifetime it, it kind of re- reminds me of like reading about like i guess like tuberculosis or you know those disease that um like back in the past where um mm-hmm. it would just go go wild i mean we we know more now you know because of science and um, you know, the, what I thought was, what I thought about was, or came into my mind was how scary this, you know, how scary this is, you, you know, for a lot of people where you, you do have a, a, especially for those that are high risk, have, you know, pre-existing conditions, the mortality rate is kind of high. So, it, you know, there's a fear factor there. And the scariest this is, I was thinking, you know, I, I was trying to imagine how much more scarier it was during the 60s and 70s, I think, when the HIV uh, epidemic was going mm-hmm. around and government was completely ignoring it and not addressing it. And people were calling out for help and um, the community at large was ignoring it as well or um, chastising and uh, and discriminating against the people who were experiencing this, particularly because of the anti um, LGBTQ movement that was the back then you know the mm. gay people weren't accepted as as they are today and especially with HIV it became a very scary thought or word to be gay because it was assumed that only gays carried the HIV I know? mean I, I I think to this day they won't let gay people um, give blood right yeah they're still they fighting did. that which I, I i thought that was taken care of a long right. time ago so now if, <laughs> if you're a member of the lgbtq community um you have to it used to be that you couldn't then they amended the rules to say you have to abstain from having sex with someone of the same partner uh, of the same gender for a whole year is and it, now is it due just to men the, yeah now due to the yeah. uh, coronavirus epidemic they reduced from 12 months I meant to say months if I said years earlier. And from 12 months to um, 90 days, which is still three months. So it's, I mean. I mean, why can't that be for everyone? I mean, STDs affect every and they, body. Well, because they're not basing those that rule on scientific fact. CD, uh, the Red Cross and CDC themselves have are arguing against it, you know, um, against that rule because it doesn't make sense to have it anymore because yeah. every every vial of blood is tested for all those diseases and while it's not a hundred percent rate like it's still not fair it's, it doesn't make any any intelligent sense or um, scientific sense to allow a man who has uh who has slept with 
you know, 10, 15 women within the last month and then not allow uh, same-sex marriage partners who have been together for over five years or 10 in some cases, you know, more. Yeah. And not allow them to to donate. Well, I think it's, you know, the more people that can donate, the better, you know, yeah. I, I would think. And I can understand, you know, they want to, you know, try to screen people, mm-hmm. you know, but... You know, every everybody has sex. You know, yep. <laughs> and some uh, are more safe than others. Well, uh, wait, is... wait. Most people, I think some some people are like they don't like asexual. Right. Or, yeah. or do, <laughs> well, I just want to make yeah. sure okay, you know yeah, get the, the spectrum problem, in yes. there. You know, <laughs> most people. <yeah>. <laughs> most <laughs> people. <laughs> Hopefully, that'll be changing soon as well. But getting back to mm. COVID nineteen, um, we hope that. You're all are staying safe and taking care of yourselves mentally. I mean, physically, yes, staying home and doing a lot of the safety precautions that are recommended, but also mentally taking some me time and um, some downtime to process all these feelings of um, feeling scared or um, especially for the extroverts who, you know, feel closeted or what is it? Um could feel claustrophobic or what's that word i'm i'm running um, out of the word being at home a lot right yeah <laughs> it's stressful yeah it's a, it's a word somewhere um well, but, oh yeah chris no go ahead we're going to transition into the actual topic of discussion today yes uh, it's about me now um uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right so we just i i just wanted to let you guys know a little um of what I le- what I've learned at, at DBT, um, has it been? I feel like I've gone like four oh, times, so it's yeah. been like a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe some things that that you can practice um, where you are, or if you do come into contact with people, um, or um, for distress tolerance. So I'm going to pull out my card here. I have a diary card that... Um... Yeah, so every week you've been meeting with your therapist mm-hmm. and they she has provided a little worksheet that you get to fill out every day. Yeah, it's called a um, daily skill log. So basically, you know, every day I have to um, tell, you know, how uh, on a scale 1 through 10 my uh, urge to, to hurt myself suicidal thoughts, um, thoughts of judgments, obsessive thoughts, which, yeah, that's, that's a thing, definitely for me, and, uh, emotional avoidance, um, and then how many times I use the TIP skill, which is, um, it stands for temperature, temperature change, intense exercise, pace breathing, and progressive muscle relaxation. So TIPP. TIPP. <laughs> yep. Um, so how many times I I do that, and we'll talk about that that in a second. Um, and then the mindfulness, what, how skill. How many times I I use that. So. I do want to concentrate on uh, mindfulness. There are uh, four areas in DBT. Chris, do you know the four areas? I do. The four things that we concentrate Mindfulness, on? 
emotional regulation, distress tolerance, and interpersonal effectiveness. You're cheating. No, I'm not. You know, you know what's unfair, guys? I have to memorize all these skills. Like, there are a lot of skills that come here, and I gotta memorize it. And Chris is using the cheat sheet. That ain't fair. See, it's because got... my first day of practice. Mm. So mindfulness. <laughs> what's mindfulness? Being aware of the present moment without judgment. Yes. Emotional regulation. Understanding and reducing vulnerability to emotions. Understanding and re- and reducing vulnerability to emotions. Changing emotions. Distress is tolerance. <laughs> I'm sorry. Distress tolerance. Managing a crisis without worsening the situation, accepting reality as it is, and finally interpersonal effectiveness, getting needs met, maintaining relationships, increasing self-respect in relationships. Yeah, so, you know, with BPD, we have a problem with um, relationships, you know, how we approach that. We can have, like, a favorite person... Um, maybe get a little obsessed with somebody or, um, make, uh, make them all, uh, what's that? Uh, idealize. Yeah, idealize things and, or, you know, make somebody all, all evil in our head. So the interpersonal effectiveness, I haven't really got into that too much. And I think that's probably what we're going to do in the, the groups, um, which I, I haven't signed up for yet. You know, it's kind of a, a weird time, but there's also a group component with DBT, and you practice some of those skills. But mainly, uh, we've been focusing on mindfulness, which um, I feel like you know goes al- along with all four of those skills because it's about being in the present moment and not you know straying to the past or the future. And if you have anxiety like me, um, I I mean. Ugh. I'll go back into the, the past and think of embarrassing things I've done or um, think about, you know, future things that, that I'm probably not going to accomplish that I can't do. And mindfulness has really helped me to be in, be in the present moment and, and appreciate that. Um, what I do is my, my therapist and I came up with um, two things that I can do to um, kind of put some self-care and positive things. She said sort of like a, a jar, you know, a little mm-hmm. a little money. Um, so I'm putting something in, into that jar, and that way, you know, when stress comes, I'm kind of taking it out. It kind of balances out. Mm-hmm. So um, I usually I, I'll go outside with some tea or some coffee, um, probably tea, and take some time to use the what skill basically so the what skill is what you do um i guess what you do to be mindful mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's observe describe and participate so when you observe you're only looking you're only um looking at, at something you're you're observing you you're know you're not being in. judgment you're not you're not passing judgment or anything you're just you're, yeah, you're a voyeur. You're just there. Um, and being in, in that moment, of course. Describe is interesting. It, it asks you to describe things uh, using your, your senses, but not using, you know, any any judgment, you know. Mm-hmm. I can, um, I can taste example. this. I can, um, I can see this. And I, I use that with the, during my tea time, 
Um, and, and also, I want to bring up the last one, participate. Participate means being all in. When you're doing something, being in that moment, going all in it and not worrying about other things. So that's, um, I can think about, you know, recording the podcast episode. That's all I'm thinking about right now. I'm participating in this and I'm not going to worry about the future or the past or even like the um, mm-hmm. crazy things that, that are happening in my life. I'm just, this is what I'm participating in. So during that that tea time, it's usually 10 or 15 minutes. I spend time observing. So I, usually I'm, I'm looking at a lot of green. So do you actively <laughs> like take, do you actively go into the, these steps in your mind? Like, okay, let me observe, ob- observe. So, you know, it's a pretty day. Oh, the tea is, t- it's warm and sweet. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, that's, <laughs> that's what the skills are. I think that's, I mean, that's all about DBT that yeah. you're, you read about the skills and then you're trying to apply them. So, yeah, I mean, when I'm, um, watching, you know, when I'm observing outside and, and drinking the tea, I usually see like a lot of, a lot of green. I usually see myself saying that, well, there's like a lot of green. I can feel the, the wind. I can taste the tea. Um, I can taste how sweet it is. Um, I can, um, I can see the, the uh, leaves blowing. I can see the, the flowers are in our yard. Um, I mean, I'm not, I guess I'm not really like thinking about all those, all those things at, at once because, mm-hmm. you know, DBT does give you a lot of skills. And to me, I'm just like, dang, I didn't even like high school. I didn't like college. Like what? I don't want to be learned all this stuff. But it's it's sort of about just kind of incorporating it into your your life and making mm-hmm. it maybe a, a little bit of second nature. So when I go outside, I just kind of think I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be in the moment and see what I see and and feel what I feel in the moment. I'm gonna be right here right now. I'm not gonna be thinking about anything else but what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't I, I guess I don't really think about those three things. But yes, I'm I'm enacting them. So it's kind of funny because that's. I, I I have the I have had these moments in my life where I kind of do that. Oh, you just zone out and you're in the moment. <laughs> yes, and like you know, like for when, when we went hiking at Sweetwater Creek mm-hmm. and I was like by the rock by mm-hmm. the river, like that was just even though I was recording, but I was still I was doing this. You know, I was observing the water as it was swirling around and and oh. I was like describing it to my head. Like I can kind of you know oh. I can kind of describe it as a like. A visual of a movie when they're trying to slow down time, you know. That reminds me of um, there's a a creek um, in the in our in the woods in, in the back, backyard. Yeah, in the backyard, and I like walking um, down there through the through all the the trees and stuff, and just hearing the water, you know, move. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can just kind of close my eyes and listen to the water move, and yeah, I mean, it, it's it's something that is helpful but maybe we don't always think about mm-hmm. um and what i like about my psychologist is you know i'll tell her what's happening in my week and she's like all right let's see what skill we can <laughs> we can apply here mm-hmm. and um so i've been yeah the the what skill has been very useful to me so that's the observe describe and participate so you know i challenge you guys to find you know something 10 or 15 minutes that you can do Oh, I also want to bring up the bubbles. You know, <laughs> bubbles is, is something that I'm also doing um, in those times. I mean, blowing real bubbles. Um, our, our nephew actually left some, a, a big thing of uh, blowing bubbles here. So I'm lucky. My psychologist is like, well, um, some of my clients, they like to blow the bubbles and kind of, you know, see their anxiety and their worries kind of 
drift away and, you know, kind of helps with, with stress. But, I, you know, you probably don't have any bubbles on hand. I'm like, uh, actually, we do. <laughs> you know, um, so I don't know if, if, you know, that's not something that usually everybody has, but that has been um, relaxing. Uh, I just... Yeah, I kind of think about that when I'm blowing the bubbles. I, I kind of just think about my worries going away. I'm observing where they go um, when they when they pop. Trying to um, I, I'm trying to not see Chris in front of me taking pictures while I'm trying to blow the bubbles and saying, "Pretty, <laughs> blow it over here, do it." In- oh, I mean, really, really, Chris. What I'm just capturing no, the moment. I I know, but why do you have to take pictures of everything? <laughs> so I mean, I'm trying can... to I'm trying to have like a mindful moment, bloom bubbles. <laughs> Chris is like, do it this way, do it. This... Now come over here. It's like, what the? I'm, I'm not a model. Go away. This is therapy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I try to be less disruptive. Want to catch catch the moment? <laughs> but yeah, that's so. Find something that you can do for ten or fifteen minutes and be in that moment, and that really helps with anxiety. Be and and centering us you know um i was telling a a friend today that that called called me and that was like really stressed out about all the things that's happening in her her life especially you know because she's an extrovert she wants to you know go out and then she also has you know um she's working in the healthcare system so that's stressing her out so there's all these things and you know i was one of the things i let her know is you know it, it you know you have to you know, probably like try to center yourself in that moment and be mindful in certain moments so you can let go of that stress. And another thing, so I I told her like maybe like ten or fifteen minutes drinking tea. I love I love drinking tea and and sitting outside because there's something um, magical about that. I mean, it's um, if you can just focus on what is going on in the present, you can appreciate it appreciate being alive appreciate you know being here the moment of silence yeah and and just kind of quiet your mind for for those 10 or 15 minutes i mean it's not going to fix everything in your life but just have a moment of silence and you know instead of going through your life with all this hectic stuff and and stressing yourself out i mean usually my thing was like to just go to sleep that's my you know emotional avoidance just to to go to sleep but you know, being in, in the moment kind of, I just, I just I love, say well, centers me. It just brings me, brings me to, um, it helps me to appreciate where I am and, and being alive. So I was going to say, uh, as you mentioned, the emotional avoidance and the difference between sleeping and doing this activity is that it, one, it allows you to experience life and being, you know, in the moment, like you said, seeing the positive side, the beautiful side of life, while also not running away and hiding from it. Like, you're able to reduce your anxiety and, like, lower those, um, you slow your mind, and Mm -hmm. while also at the same time enjoying it versus sleeping, then you're, like, missing part of your life. You're, You're not actively participating in life. So then, you know, that could cause depression if you overdo it, you know. Yeah, and another thing that I brought up uh, to her was the the tip school. I believe we just talked about mm-hmm. um, that, um, but we're gonna go back to the mindfulness how skill um, in just a second. I just wanted to bring up the so this is just um, a distress tolerance um, skill that that you can do when you're feeling overwhelmed, 
um, and, and anxious. And my psychologist was telling me that, you know, I should, um, do this every day because sometimes we don't know exactly, you know, we get so used to anxiety. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know if we're anxious or not. So right. one is, you know, the T stands for temperature and, and tip. So, you know, I hold a, um, usually frozen peas or frozen vegetables, you know, onto my cheeks, um, and then my forehead and just kind of cool myself down and I hold my breath while putting my, um, my, yeah. I'm just, head. <laughs> my head in, 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 in between my, my legs, which I like just, yeah. So while my head is in between my legs, I put the, the ice on my, my cheeks, my forehead, maybe like 10 seconds and, and hold my breath. And then, you know, I, I rise up and I inhale and I exhale, you know, more than I'm inhaling. So, and do that, you know, about, I do about four times and then go back to, you know, putting my head between my legs and putting the ice up. And that's, that's the temperature change, um, pace breathing, so the pee in there. Um, and then after all that, you do the, um, what I do is the, um, the muscle relaxation, the progressive muscle relaxation where, um, I start with my, my toes, um, and I tighten them, you know, I tighten them really hard and then I let go. And then I move up to my calves, my calves and I tighten those and then I let go. And then just moving up my body, um, my upper legs, um, stomach, uh, chest, my arms, my neck, <laughs> I'm doing it right now, I'm like, neck, <laughs> um, my face, so like, you just squinch up all your face, and then you just do it, um, do them all together, just, um, squish everything all together, and then let go, hmm. and then, um, that's, you know, it, it just helps relieve some of that, that tension that you're feeling, because it's really affecting your body physically, mm-hmm. and, you know, the cold temperature has been shown to help reduce anxiety Mm. you know so yeah that's um a skill that you know i let her know about or just having a cold bottle of water and just holding it maybe to your your wrist or just putting it on your face can help you calm down i would think that the paired muscle relaxation the the last p in there um also kind of helps you stay in the moment if you're focusing on your breathing and, and if you're focusing on your physical being in in real life (laughs) yeah um i think i think all of the i guess i feel like all of the skills or this whole dbt thing even though it has these four um areas everything is about you know mindfulness and sort of uh getting getting through the moment you know being being in the moment being in the moment accepting the moment um and uh, finding a way to, you know, kind of move move past that that moment or, or move forward a little bit, but, um, yeah, definitely when I when I'm doing the the ice and all that, that's all I'm thinking about, and, you know, that's a good thing. It's taking my mind off of uh, stressors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to go back and talk about the, the how skill of mindfulness. Um, so the, the what skill was the observe, describe, participate. The how skill um, is how you're mindful, how you get mindful. So <laughs> I'll read them all. One, uh, it says one mindfully, 
effectively, non-judgmentally. So the, they're paired. It looks like the what skills and the how skills are paired. So observe one mindfully. So like basically take, put everything else aside, put it in a box for a couple of minutes, and just focus on the one thing that you're doing. Blowing bubbles, having tea, enjoying nature. Describe effectively, and then participate non-judgmentally. Is that correct? For the um, one mindfulness. Uh, yes, the core mindfulness skills. Yeah, I'd say um the one mindful. Um, one mindfully, like you just um described that pretty good. So, uh, being in the moment and accepting that that moment and only doing that. Um, then the the second how is effective. Um, effectively, or or you know, doing something that's effective, and that's basically focusing on what works. Um, so there's, um, an example that I always think about where um, you're driving your car and somebody is, um, I guess behind you like tailgating you, and then they speed up and get in front of you, and you get mad. You wanna you know maybe ram their car or you know run them off the road or go rock 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 rock. But it's that's not effective. That's not gonna that's not gonna do anything. That's not gonna change the situation. That's not effective. So that that's what effective means to me. That's what I kind of I, I, I think about. I'm like, oh, I want to get mad at Chris because he said that, but it's not really it's not effective to do that. Maybe if I just tell him, you know how how I feel, you know. Mm. Um. So, yeah, focusing on what works what is the the best course of action i know that i want to do this because you know my feelings are hurt or i feel like i've been cheated but what is the the best way to go about this and um i really do think about that a lot because there was also a time chris when we went to um i think we went to kroger and um i think i was in the self-checkout and there was like a um, a lady there um, that was trying to get her, oh, yeah. a worker there that was trying to mm-hmm. get um, their buggies um, past us. And we were sitting in the, we were kind of, I guess, in the way um, at the self-checkout. And she went, beep, beep. And I was just like, looked at her like, what? And I just moved out of the way. And then I was like really mad. I stormed out of the store and I was just like, Chris, you didn't say anything. You didn't stick up for me. <laughs> I just like. I was thinking effectively. <laughs> well, I I think I was thinking that too because I wanted I wanted to say something. You know, I want I wanted to look back at her and yell beep beep or do something. I wanted I wanted to get back at her. I mm-hmm. wanted somebody to get back at her because that was it was almost embarrassing and mean. And I was like, she. You don't need to do that. You can just say, excuse me. I mean, really, beep, beep? What, what are you, like, 12 years old? Driving an imaginary car? I'm sorry. But, you know, I, I guess I kind of realized, even in that moment, if I was mad, it wasn't effective to do that. Um, but when I walked out of the store, it's like, Chris, I, I can understand why I didn't do it, but why didn't you? I mean, it would have been more <laughs> effective, you know? But uh, oh, that, oh, really? that is, that's... That's not the first time I've been like, I need you to stand up for me, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I, I do that, where I feel like embarrassed because I, um, I feel powerless and I feel, I feel like I should have done something in that moment. There was a, um, there was a moment that, uh, I went on a, a date with a guy and we were going down an escalator and this guy was like recording on his phone and he was like, your shoes untied. 
and of course I looked down because oh, yeah, it was I don't know I just I just looked down um, mm-hmm. and he was like recording me he's like ah, ha, ha, ha. he's like recording me like going up the escalator and mm-hmm. I was just you know it's just like and my um boy boyfriend at the time was just like idiot <laughs> and I was just like you know I just felt like oh I can't you know I can't get back at him just the the punchline there's some but I also kind of told myself you know I believe in karma <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know I mean. I don't, I don't, I don't know it's so much karma, but I think that everybody, everybody goes through these, these times where, you know, somebody's going to cut him off in a car or someone's going to say something to him or run away. I mean, this, this kind of stuff happens to us where there's something happens in the moment and we don't respond the way that, um, we think we should, or we think back mm-hmm. to it and be like, man, I wish I would have done this. I should have snatched that, that phone out of that guy's hand and threw it. He wouldn't be able to find me. I'd run away. Ha ha ha. But yeah, with, all that to say, I can see how the, the effective um, skill has, has helped me, you know, think, well, I, I shouldn't get mad or I shouldn't do this. The most effective thing is to you know, let this lady say beep, beep and go by, you know, that's, that's fine. I just want to, my, my goal is to get out of the store and go home with my beautiful husband while she can stay here and work and go beep, beep to people, you know, <laughs> that that's the, the effective thing. I don't got time because I can yell at her. I can scream at her, get the manager, do all of that, but it's just going to be a waste of time for me. You know, that's mm-hmm. no, it's, it's not worth it. Now, if she had done something else, then it would have been more effective you know, I, I don't know. She had like hit me or something, but anyway, effectiveness. What is your, what is your goal? That's something that my psychologist says a lot. What, what is your goal? And usually it is to make Chris happy, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to make my, my beautiful Chris happy. Okay. So, and the, the last house skill is non-judgmental. It's a, um, it's a non-judgmental uh, stance that you take on, um, things that, that are, I guess worrying you or that are sort of in the moment. Um, this person doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, or um, they're making fun of me because I mispronounced the word. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, these they're they're talking about me. Uh, why did um, I'm so stupid? Um, so if you if you make a mistake and you're telling yourself I'm so stupid, I'm so dumb, you that's judgmental. You want to change it to something non-judgmental. It, instead of, I'm so stupid, I'm so dumb, say, sometimes I make mistakes because I'm human. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. i got to work it again and again until I get it right. That's some Hannah Montana. Y'all don't know about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Ooh. <laughs> Miley. Uh, but yeah, the, the non-judgmental is, is changing... You know those those hurtful things that you're you're putting on in in a situation. These people are talking about me. You know, what, what will be the non-judgmental uh, statement for that, Chris? Um, they're probably not even. They probably don't even realize I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's. They're probably th- talking about their own issues. There was a time. Um, there was a, a moment where um I was like talking to some people, um. And you were there, um, and then they, um, one one of them left, um, and then uh, came back, and then 
she was just like, hey, can, can I talk to you? And they went away. And all I could think of when they, they went in the room, and I, I could hear um, hear them talking. I couldn't hear, like, what they were saying, but I could, like, hear them talking. I was like, oh, God, I did something stupid. I bet I did something dumb. It was that stupid joke I made because I'm, I'm always so sarcastic. I'm just like, oh, my God, maybe I said something really stupid, and then I hurt their feelings. And I had to be like, no, that's... Um, that's that's judgmental. I don't I don't know that. Those are not facts. I have to look for facts. That's so the the non-judgmental thing to say is, you know, instead of they're they're talking about me, I did something wrong. They're you know, they're there's they probably are talking about something else that has nothing to do with me. And you know, if they are talking about me, you know, that's um that's totally up to them, I I guess. I mean that's what I kinda thought. I don't I don't know if that's non-judgmental. It's just like, you know, if they if they are talking about me or, or something that I did, um, I don't want that to um, affect what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, um, the happiness that I have. But, yeah, the, the main sta- statement was, I don't know if they are, are, are talking about me. That is not a fact, you know? And, you know, I, maybe you shouldn't even add on the even if they are part, but I just, I think that's a little bit of my... My worry. I'm just like, even if they are talking about me, you know, I, um, you know, I did the best I could. I think people know that I am a, a nice and, um, you know, I try to be, you know, welcoming person and, and, you know, I, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I hope that they know that. Um, I, I've had a lot of experiences of the, that sort of thinking, especially when I was younger and I was transferring schools a lot. I didn't have a lot of friends, so the work. Of course, the first, the worst, the first day is always the worst day. The first day of school, going to a new school, and I remember feeling that that as soon as I walked in the room, or you know, the teacher would introduce me, people were talking, and I'm sure some people were, mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the kids were, but you know, sometimes I, I I have gotten that a lot where I'll say something or do something, and I feel like people are staring at me mm. when I was doing um, my college. Uh, public speaking thesis. class no oh, well, that's also <laughs> well, my, that was terrifying for me yeah that's terrifying too. <laughs> I was like, why yeah. is this mandatory for everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of different occasions where I, i'm sure a lot of people feel that way where they may project their own insecurities onto others because they're in public and a lot of the times it's completely opposite you know people are involved in their own personal lives <laughs> yeah I, you know I, when i think about all those times that i was like really judgmental and and making judgments i think you know 995 percent of the time the people really weren't thinking about me they had forgotten it from the the other day you know but if i slip up and do something i feel like it's on my mind for for weeks 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 mm. um and so i'm thinking everybody else is thinking about it like that but i guess you know nobody nope. got that anxiety like me and and you know everybody has their their own life Whew, and i'm glad i'm I'm on anxiety medicine because <laughs> um, worrying out of out of control is is stressful. Um, I think these skills have helped my anxiety, but I really think um, my my anxiety medicine has uh, kind of squashed some of those voices in my head that I I can't stop. You know, mm-hmm. I. I <laughs> I can't like it was hard to be in in the moment uh, with with all that stuff. Yeah, but, when your mind um, was so busy. I'm glad you know I have this psychologist. I have a psychiatrist, um, 
and a lot of worksheets and yeah and using these <laughs> skills so um just before we leave guys i just wanted to i was telling chris about a new distress tolerance skill that my um therapist. my therapist <laughs> had uh told me about uh i can i described to her that sometimes i don't react to Chris the way that he would want. Um, so on, on <laughs> Saturday, Chris woke me up with a, hey, uh, let's go outside and pick up twigs and sticks because I need to cut the grass. And I was pissed off. I was like, how can I just, I'm just going to wake up and you, that's the first thing you're going to, I love you, you look beautiful, oh, that's great. I did say I, I don't remember. I, I kissed Mm-mm. you, I kissed you every morning I don't when you like, No, 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 you, you, you poked me and said, hey, get up, get the no. sticks. <laughs> you don't got to get dressed, come on, let's go. No, that's a, ju- that's a judgmental thing. See, I can't even, I can't even remember that because in the, yeah. I think in the moment when you told me to do that, I felt, one, I felt like I was out of control, two, um, my, my psychologist was asking me, like, what I was feeling at that moment. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I feel out of control. And like I told you before, my dad used to make us pick up all the, the sticks and pine cones in our large yard in the green wheelbarrow and then take it all the way back to the forest and dump it out. And it would just take forever. And I hated it. Oh, my God. And I was just like, I always thought in my head, when I grow up, I'm not going to do this to my children. I'm not going to be doing this. I'm going to hire somebody. <laughs> and that's why I got married. So I can have somebody on hand. Okay. Um, but, you know. You some... married a rich person. <laughs> that way they could have had somebody. But, you know, Chris, when you tell me to do stuff like, hey, can you wash the clothes? Uh, you know, can you vacuum? There are times where I say, sure, baby. You know, you asked me to wash the sheets. I said, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, third thing about that was uh, it it didn't, it wasn't planned out. You know, for some reason, I like to know things, I guess, beforehand that makes me feel a little bit better. If you were like the night before, hey, remember, we got to wake up so we can go outside and pick up sticks. And that would be, you know, but it's just how it came at me. Uh, but I'm sure you didn't mean it that way. You're just like, hey, can you help me do this so I can cut the grass? I mean, at least I don't have to cut the grass, right? <laughs> so um, I just want to share this dis- distress tolerance skill that I'm I'm working on for for this week. Maybe um, other people can use it. It's called stop. <laughs> okay, and yes, it has a big stop sign on the on the worksheet. Yeah, we we get it. So the S in stop stands for you guessed it. Stop. stop! Stop what you're doing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you need to stop. Do not react. Stop. Freeze. Do not move a muscle. Your emotions may try to make you act without thinking. Stay in control. All right. So, Chris just said, mm, good morning, baby. Hey, can you help me take out, you know, all the um, the, the sticks and, and the pine cones and the, and the yard so that I can cut the grass? Ooh, my emotions are bubbling up. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta stop. Freeze. Wait, my emotions are about to make me act i gotta stay in control the the t and stop is take a step back so my uh, my psychologist said you know i should take a physical step back if i if i can um which i think is a good i good idea you know or you know the some of our mental things are are connected to physical so just taking that step back mm -hmm. is kind of being like whoa or take a deep breath Mm -hmm. take a breath uh take a take a break um do not let your feelings make you act impulsively so 
I, I would say, you know, if I'm if I'm in the bed and you're telling me that, you know, I stopped and I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> so it's taking me, it's gonna it's gonna take me like, you know, five to ten minutes to answer Chris. Oh my god. Okay, so the the O and stop is for observe. So this is a um, mindful skill that mm-hmm. mindfulness skill that we remember that means that you notice what's going on inside of yourself and outside of yourself. Um, you're thinking about what the situation is, uh, what uh, what your thoughts and your feelings are, uh, what what others are saying and doing. You're looking around, um, and and I guess not passing any any judgments, just observing in the moment. And mm. for some reason, when I think about observe, I think about um, I don't know. It um, it's kind of a weird place. I just I feel like I'm turning off maybe like this the sound mm-hmm. and i'm just using my eyes mm-hmm. you know because observe to me doesn't I, I don't know it doesn't really say like hear or touch it's sort of it, I, I i guess it is but it I could also like, be like picking up social cues mm-hmm. but the mannerisms and yeah i but i feel like it's a lot of tone a lot of i guess visual mm-hmm. for me but you know if i was laying in, in bed and you know after i took my my step back and i you know, I was holding my breath, and I observe. So I'm, I'm just gonna stare at Chris for a second. <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna look at Chris, and then I'm gonna think about what you, what you asked me to do. You know, uh, observe how I'm feeling. Observe um, how, 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 how you look, how, how your, um, your face looks. It's it, for some reason, for observe for me, it feels like I, um, I don't know, it, not just like my ears. It, it's sort of like uh, I. Well, I'm 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 in the moment. Like I I shut down everything that's going crazy. I'm just like, okay, what's going on? I'm okay. Chris is here. He just asked me to do this. Okay, I'm feeling kind of angry, um, but I can you know I, I can see that he's asking me this in a loving way, you know, and I can. F- kind of feel myself you know frowning and stuff and that's not what I want to do my I don't want to be sad but I I I don't think I'm really like talking to myself sort of like that way I'm just kind of taking a moment Mm -hmm. to to think about everything Mm. if that makes sense I'm I'm sure I am talking to myself but it's I I don't know I enter everything happens so fast yeah yeah yeah, so that's why I think it's so funny about this stop because I'm like how long is this going to take me (laughs) but yeah observe to me is just kind of quieting everything just kind of looking around being in that moment Mm -hmm. and then the p is to proceed mindfully so you act with awareness um and you decide what to do considering your thoughts and your feelings um but you observe uh you you think about your goals which is something that i i often think about and what's my goal guys to make Chris happy. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I I do think about that sometimes because I I think sometimes my BPD makes me uh, selfish. You know, I don't want to do that. You can't tell me what to do. I, I just want to do this. You're taking over my life. You're making me, me do that. While at the same time, like I had already done four other tasks okay. around the house. Yeah, but uh, anyway. And this is your first task. I, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. I'm just talking about when you <laughs> told me to do stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. see... See, you gotta, you gotta, okay, wow, so I didn't do enough, basically, I didn't, I didn't, okay, I'm sorry, sorry, I just did one or two things, 
Jeez, what, what do you want from me? Um, <laughs> That's your thought. <laughs> Make Chris happy. So no, proceed. No. Oh, go on, baby. Well, I was gonna say I wanted. We t- I talked to you yesterday about that phrase, "Make Chris happy," and how changing it from that, which can be, a very, one sided, approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and could lead to resentment, and mm. maybe when some days are like, well, I don't want to make Chris happy today, <laughs> and it's not about making me happy; it's about finding a balance for, so that both of us can be happy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, when I when I say that, I I feel you know as if if you're asking me to do something, like you said, you 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 do a lot. You work, and then you... I work full-time. Okay. Mm-hmm. At home. <laughs> at home. Um, and, you know, on, on the weekends, you have this thing where you just, like, you go around everywhere, you know, cleaning and, you like, organizing stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think when I when I think about that, you know, uh, I guess it's not make Chris happy so much, but help Chris out. You know, I think that's what it is. Like, I know... <laughs> yes. I know help you've, Chris out. I know you've done, like, three or four things... Or, or five or, or a million, you know, and if you're asking me to do something, you know, you, you always say that too. Hey, if you see me doing this, can you do something? Yes. Um, and, and in my mind, I'm just like, well, I do stuff around the house. I mean, even don't tell me to do stuff. I do stuff. Just last but, week, <laughs> I washed the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? What's the last time you washed the dishes? I, I do them almost every day now. <laughs> but yeah, I guess not just make Chris happy, but help help Chris out and, you know, have a, have a good, have a good, strong marriage about communication and and helping each other out if i if i ask you you know hey baby can you go get me some water i, I you know i i feel like you would be like sure you know we're mm-hmm. not we don't have a bad relationship where you know if you ask me to go get you some water i mean i, I usually just do that on cue because i know you you love water and you just keep thirsty <laughs> so yeah i just i I'm thinking, you know, I want to make sure my, my relationship is strong. I want to make sure to help you. And, you know, I don't I don't always have to agree with the things that you're telling me to do. If you tell me to do something, I can say, I don't feel like doing it right now. Can I do it in, in 10 minutes? You know, mm-hmm. like when you tell me to wash the clothes, I said, all right, baby, I'll do it in a minute. And I did it in like five minutes. I got up, you know. But, you, I mean, I'm sure you could sit there and just be like, you know, I need you to do it now. Um and I guess it, de- it depends on how, yeah. how urgent it is. But, yeah, I need to be honest with my feelings and and know what my goals are. And I just know that my goals are to um, participate in, in what's going on in the, the house and to make sure that our, our relationship stays strong and that the um, kitty litter is scooped and that, that I'm, I'm helping out because mm-hmm. I know how much you, know, you well, do. Well, it's like I've mentioned to you in the past, it's that you know, the way that I approach it is as a partnership and partnerships, like you can't, you know, um, I, I kind of look at it as you know, climbing up like um, the Emperor's New Groove where the llama and um, what's his name, Paka or what, or the guy, the big guy. Yeah. Oh, wait, the, the good, good guy? Yes, like the two, good guy. Wait, not the, not the dumb guy that was with the, no, the, okay, the good okay, guy. The, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember his name right now, but um, John Goodman. <laughs> I think he was played by John Goodman. Right? So they're like they fell down this like uh, hole or something, and they have to climb back up the up this um, divide between like two mountains or something, two pieces of walls, and they like have back against each other, and they're pushing against each other. 
so that they can stay centered as they're walking up. You mm-hmm. know, that's kind of how I like to view relationships and, and wow. partnerships. And by by thinking of the emperor's new groove, that's just a good visual representation of partnership. Wow! So when we were getting and married, working together, when we were getting married and doing the the vows and stuff, you, uh, uh, that's what you were thinking about. Yes. You're like, this is gonna be a party. We're gonna be walking up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> it is because you know sometimes sometimes one person needs a little bit more help than others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just have to carry that load at those moments in time. But at the same time, it's not fair for one person to let the other carry mm. the bigger share of the load, you know, if they're able to help mm. um, and just kind of like, you know, maybe get comfortable with that with that setting of the other person carrying more of the load. Yeah. You know? So if I ask you for help, it's usually whenever you know, I'm doing something and I hardly ever like. I don't think I've ever, like, told you to do something while I'm sitting around lounging, you know? Because you have to be doing something. And I'll be like, Chris, you know, sit down, let's, let's draw, let's, let's be mindful in the moment. He's like, no, I can't, too much to do, too much to do. I'm like, there's <laughs> always something to do. Like, just, you know, you can't you can't clean and, and do everything. Just Yeah, just but like... I like to get certain things done okay. so that I can relax. You need because to. Because if, if certain things are not done, then it's hard for me you, to relax. You, okay, so, so you need to be mindful and get into the I, moment. I am very mindful. Mm-mm, you ain't in the moment. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, so that's the mindfulness skill. Hope you'll, you know, take some time for self-care, especially in these times to kind of... Um, Think about, you know, appreciating the moment, even, you know, the moments being at home. Uh, and also uh, the stop skill. Hope that can help you to, you know, to, you know, stop, take a step back, observe, and then proceed mindfully. The hardest part is to stop yourself. Before <laughs> <laughs> I think you just like, you know, you want to react so bad. So, you know, when my psychologist told me that, that's that's immediately what I thought. Oh, my gosh, am I going to be able you know, in that situation when you, you know, telling me to do something, am I going to be able to stop myself? Right. And I think I'm getting, I think I'm getting better at that, especially this with all these. This morning really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, uh, in the past when you've been irritated by something like that, you've, you know, you've, and we've had arguments about it. You say, well, I'm sorry I'm not um, super happy and ecstatic to do whatever it is you want me to do because that's just not who I am. I don't like doing chores. I don't like doing this or that, you know? And my response to you is that you don't have to be happy. You don't have to enjoy. I don't think most people enjoy chores per se, you know. You do. Some of them. Uh, yeah, um, okay. But, you know, <laughs> like you don't have to enjoy things as much as I do or enjoy whatever the task is at hand. Like sometimes, and I told you, I don't need a, a happy with a smile. Okay, baby, I love you. I'll do this for you. I don't, need, I don't even need that much. All I need is a simple okay or, you know, I'll get to it in... X amount of time, you know, it doesn't have you don't have to be ecstatic about it, or I'm, or yes, my lord, you know, yes, that'll by work your too. command, yes, that'll okay, work all too. The, okay. yes, aye, aye, captain, and you know, just because it's, I think at that point it becomes a thing about like respect or acknowledgement of the other person's needs, you know, mm-hmm. or help that, that you, they're requesting, yeah, and oh. it, you know, we and we've talked about how sometimes when you respond negatively. It makes me feel bad because then it leads me on my path of, well, I've already done all this. I'm asking you to do this one thing and you, you're having a problem with it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah, so. that, that's that's what I've been saying. You're like, well, Ashani, you're doing this. And I'm like, hey, 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 I'm working on it. Okay. What what, what are you doing? It was you're, just an example. You're reading was... the skills off your phone. Okay. I'm the, the... 
Whew, I know this. Ooh, okay, let me stop. Take a step back. <laughs> Observe and proceed mindfully. All right, I'm back. See? Oh, worse. <laughs> All right, guys. So I um, hope you guys got to listen to the the Girl Interrupted, the movie oh, episode. Yes. Um, we wanted to make sure to get it out for everybody. Mm. Everybody deserves to to listen to it because you know we're all inside, especially during and, uh, these times. <laughs> yeah, and we our next movie is gonna be what dreams may yeah come. what dreams may come. <laughs> oh, I already forgot. No, I I no I was thinking about Robin Williams. I saw his oh. face. Um, but it's it's almost a sad movie. It's it's a, <laughs> an emotional roller coaster for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. But there's there's a lot of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be our next movie for review. I'm really excited for it, and uh, I hope you are too. Let us know how you liked the last one, and or any questions or comments. Um, and if you if guys love to discuss it, have any uh, mental health movies that you like us to uh, look yeah. at and kind of talk about, you know, you can always email us at borderline idealist. At Gmail, uh, you or can find us on Facebook, yeah, our Facebook, Facebook group, group, or Facebook page, or Instagram. You know, send us a message and let us know, you know, one of your favorite movies, and we can take a look at that. Um, but we will be releasing the um, "What Dreams May Come" for everybody, you know, because I think this virus thing is still going on. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> so let's all stay in, stay safe. Stay away from each other. <laughs> um, and Physically, not emotionally. Yes. And um, hopefully, you know, those are some skills that, that we can all practice and, and use um, for these, these stressful times. Carry a bottle of water. A cold bottle of water. I mean, I've, I've learned that. I think, Chris, when I'm stressing out, you always come in the room with, like, some cold peas and, like, put this on your face. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it works. It's, it's, it's nice. So, um, yeah. That's, those are some tips. <laughs> um, so. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Mm-mm. And we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.